how much is like a cubic centimeter of resin? Why don't you just ask him how much would it be to make your fucking mini? Like, uh, it doesn't matter. Like, like, I, I wouldn't... It's, it's not for my mini, it's for my dick. <laughs> Alright, then why are you asking? Because it's even going to use less. Sure. I know how to measure volume of a thing. Is that, is that, what, they taught, is that what you they taught you at Ivy League? That is what they taught me at Ivy League. Calculate the volume of your cock. Oh, why are you wearing your graduation <laughs> cap? I was waiting for something. I'm sorry, did someone say Ivy League? Oh, look, it's you. I don't know, my like, Discord just, like, crashed, and... Should I get my Berkeley t-shirt so I could feel special? It's not Ivy League, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna get it my no, it's not. pen hoodie. Okay. Um, Fuck you, Tom. Alright. By the way, you, you know it would doing. cost you 18 cents. Nice. Minus any STL file costs. Also, Chris's time to fucking paint it if he's also volunteering to do that. Oh, dude, I got my own shit to paint. Yeah, he's got his own shit to paint. I'll paint. Well, wait, can you, Chris, can you print it in a color? I can. I can buy okay. colored resin. But you need to prime it anyway, so you prime it the color. You prime it, like, you figure out what color is going to be your primary color for the model, and you prime it. Uh, does it does it do the RBG model, or, um, just, like, for primary colors and mixing, or is it, like, cyan, whatever that one is? That's just um, that's just the program rendering it that color. Um, okay. The color would be anything from gray, black, blue, translucent green, clear. Uh, those are the main ones, honestly. And once again, to paint it, you want to prime it. So the primer is just going to cover whatever color the resin is. I've painted walls. I know what primer is. Painted walls, but then she quit calling me back. <laughs> oh shit, I gotta level up my character. I already done it. Again. Cubic You're telling me Noah's ahead of you, Ton? Uh, a lot more things to figure out. Oh, uh, no you don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that's true, level 2 of Druid is easy. 6k printers. Oh, level two fuck, of Druid that's expensive. Yeah. Chad, what was the word I saw in Druidic on the grave? That's Todd. Todd, what was the word I saw on Druidic? It was a fucking message, you muppet. <sighs> Fine, I'll skip to the end of the thing where Willow got the hard cut. Plus, I'm kind of tweaking it. Something, something. Those that are not dead are also not dead. No dead rest here. No dead rest here, the Golgori. <laughs> Seek the gold glory. Seek the gold the gold glory. I didn't watch last episode to remember what happened, so I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping someone else did. Wait, when does proficiency go up? Is it at eleven or twelve? I don't know. Google it.
right. I actually just found semi something semi useful for this session. But can someone actually listen to the episode recap for us? Well, first, right now, I'm I'm beefing with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, so we went shopping. Are you really beefing with Neil deGrasse? I don't care. Well, I what told him. Do? I told him. I don't care. Uh, I I really don't now. I, I he reconsidered. Said that, he said that the lunar eclipse was not a spectacular event, and I told him to shut the fuck up, and Twitter tried to censor me by saying, some people won't like this. I'm like, yeah, he needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, it so we went really shopping. Last time on the Infernal Isles. Uh, the party arrived in where are we going Limerick, and we yeah, showed up Limerick. in the like marketplace. So we did a bunch of shopping, like a, an aggressive amount of shopping. Willow bought a breastplate that then Willow traded later for a better breastplate, but we'll get there. Um, Balthiel bought a, a a jeweler's Curious. kit. Curious, whatever. It's just, it's the same shit. Uh, and then Gardor. Traded in a ring for money that he had been carrying around with him for a, a while. Uh, Varys wanted weapons because he hasn't been to an elven place in a long time. So he really wanted some nice, authentic elven weaponry. That's where uh, he found the flame tongue. Bought a flame tongue. Traded in his bastard blade for that. That's where Willow got... No, that's not... Wait, yes, it is where you got the upgraded armor, uh, and you were like, oh, man, I wish I had known about this earlier, and they are like, that sounds like a you problem, and you're like, fair enough, and so you traded in all your money. Then we went to the Bits and Bobbles place, and the lady at the Bits and Bobbles place had a lot of Bits and Bobbles, and we bought some Bits and Bobbles. A lot of Bits and Bobbles. Bought, we bought, got a yeah. ring, an herbalism kit, and a necklace. Yeah, thanks for letting us know what you did, Noah. The rest of us did more interesting things. Uh, so, they were actually... No, well, Willow wanted a pearl of power because there were two pearls of power, but Willow didn't have no more monies no more. So Willow got the the ring that's actually a shield, like Noah said. Um, and then, uh, let's see here. Balthiel got a pearl of power, an amethyst, and a ring. The amethyst he used later to make a homunculus named Gizmo. And the ring and he turned into... Them. Yep. And... Uh, and the ring he turned into a ring that essentially functions like a pearl of power using one of his infusions. So, suck that, Willow. So that was pretty much it for the bits and bobble shop, if I recall correctly. Uh, we gave her a lot of money. We moved on uh, to... We got, we got somewhere to stay for the night. Varys had been vis visibly... The name of that inn. Uh, it was the Weeping Wyvern Inn. Uh, and the, the this is all off the top of my head, but it's sort of clear. I'm not looking at any notes. I can look at the ceiling if you guys want me to. Um, you have a PhD. I'm sure you can recap a fucking D&D &D episode. I also have to edit the episode. Uh, so, so Varys was, like, visibly agitated for pretty much the entire session, um, mainly because he was worried about having to see his family, potentially. Um, and so when we got to the, the hotel, um, Varys just kind of, you know started um what's that called attuning to his weapon and the rest of us went searched for truffles found some truffles but we also found trouble um willow got out of it by paying the old lady and we ran away and then we came back to the hotel spent the night at the hotel then Balthiel made it to the Mokulis, hotel holiday inn um and after that we decided, you know, to get off this island to uh, elsewhere in Limerick. We had to go to the Nexus station. Varys was worried about going to the Nexus station because he was like, "Hey, I 
I haven't been here in a while, and they might arrest me or something because things seem weird about me. But he was pretty he was pretty concerned about that. But turns out that they just had no record of him or his family at all. They couldn't figure out any of the Gallandel stuff. Um, so we actually got through the Nexus Station pretty easily thanks to Gardor having a letter that we never or orders from Bargris in uh, Dublin that we never uh, followed up on. So actually, it was a win-win for us. Uh, not for the guy who went missing. He's probably dead. Um, so then we ended up going you to... You learned nothing. Goodness gracious. Do you remember the name of the island that we went to, Jed? Because I don't remember. So, to be honest, so that was what I was mostly looking for my notes for. But Mountain I of do... Moonweaver. Yes. You are. You have traveled to the Mount of the Moonweaver. Yay. Which is where kind of lesser... There's... There's three islands, largely these floating islands in Limerick that are largely uh, dedicated. I don't know if that's the word I want, but fuck it. Dedicated to nobles. Um, the Mount of the Moonweaver, the Mount of the Mentor, and the Crest of Corellin, which is the kind of like, uh, those are really rich and powerful people that we don't fucking see. Like they don't come down here. They don't go to the, the muck. Um, <clears throat> the marketplace island was called the Sisters of Fate, and it was like a cluster of islands, sort of slung together. And then there's a bunch of other ones that will probably be pertinent if we need them to be. But there are about a dozen of these all and all. But Todd, and then you arrived at the Mountain of the Moonweaver. We arrived at the Mount of the Moonweaver. Uh, we looked for Varys' old home, but when we found Varys' old home, it wasn't his old home. It was just a cemetery. And Varys was looking around at tombstones. Did he find one with his dad's name on it? I can't remember. Nope. Okay. Well, we found a, a girl there, and her name was... Eliza. Eliza. House Quinset. Eliza of House Quinset. And Varys implored her... Do you remember me? Because they apparently knew each other from school, allegedly, says Varys, but she didn't seem to remember him. Varys tried in vain to get her to, like, help us and figure out what's going on. She seemed a little, um, like she might know a little more than she was letting on, but as far as our characters know, I don't think any of us suspected anything. But she was definitely uncomfy with a 300-year-old man shouting at her in a cemetery. Oh. Yeah. She, uh... She sort of like left, and that's kind of where it ended, right at a Willow, seeing a message amidst the uh, tombstones that kind of just came to them that said, uh, no dead lie here. I keep forgetting what it meant. So. Seek, yeah. Seek the Golgori. No dead, no dead rest here. Seek the Golgori. And that's and, where we are. And a slow rain has begun falling. Um, Varys, did you fall to your knees, or am I just being a dramatic bitch? Oh yeah, no, Varys yeah. was full on in the rain, like you could cast him in a sitcom as Ryan Gosling's body double, like just no. How could this happen to me? Going, <laughs> and as that's going on, Willow, you sort of peer and notice from different angles here in this cemetery scratches and 
weather-worn symbols on the surfaces spelling out in your newly or more your your budding druidic uh language <laughs> knowledge center <laughs> this message from what you can assume is some sort of group named the golgori and as you're all sort of looking around you're not there's no visual cue of this experience, but you feel, as you're all doing whatever it is that has caught your attention here in this space, an almost electric sensation instantly shoots from like the base, base of your uh, neck throughout your body. You can almost feel it pulsing out into your fingertips. Um, you all have the capacity for magic. So in your different forms, you might see like energy shoot between your fingertips or something, but it passes almost as soon as it arrived. And despite the complex emotions of Varys and all of you in this confusion, you feel yourself almost trying to catch your breath for a moment as you stand in this deserted graveyard. Just gonna look to Gardor and Balthiel who are still standing and just gesture to them as like, did you feel that? I thought I was having a senior moment and by that I mean a robot moment. I thought I short-circuited for a second. Did you short-circuit and affect all of us? It is raining. That's how, ma that's how water works, right? Science? Yeah. Did someone say water? I assume we've been standing here for several seconds. So Balthiel came over to Varys just before the the pulse. Uh, uh, well, um, I already forgot her name after our the the chick left. And uh, so Balthiel's just standing there. He looks down at Varys, who's still on his knees, and he just kind of like like bends down, and puts his arms underneath like Varys's arms, and just kind of lifts him up to his feet, sets him there, <laughs> spins him around, and starts like. Dusting off the shoulders of his jacket, cloak, whatever he's got going on there. Harris is just gonna like softly thunk his head into Baldiel's chest, and just like quietly mutter, "This fucking sucks." Baldiel looks a little like, uh, like uncomfortable. Then he just starts to pat Varys's head, um, and then he says, "You know." No one knows who I am either. Maybe it's for the best. I'm gonna. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take a knee. Uh, it's raining, so are there. Take worms? a knee. <laughs> Everybody, take a knee. Everybody, take a knee. <laughs> you literally just got Varus. You just watch Balthiel lift Varus up and have this moment, and you just is like, "All right, guys, let's get back." Everybody, take a gangster knee. I'm, I'm just doing this by myself. I'm taking a knee. It's there raining. Are, there are worms. Okay, I'm gonna use um, beast speech and just be like, "Hey, are there skeletons' bodies under these graves?" I'm I'm gonna assume. No one I'm just keeps finding assume that worms are beasts. No one just keeps finding progressively dumber <laughs> beasts to talk to. <laughs> he started with a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> they just. 
I'm just assuming insects are beasts, but y'all got any you worms aren't insects. <laughs> Can you give me? <laughs> I want to. I just want to check, but I don't know. I don't want to say animal handling though. Medium swarm. Of give me perception. Beast. Just to like, there's so many worms just here on the uh, on the paved stones, making the the walkways in the cemetery. Eleven. Um, you find a worm that looks looks like they kind of might know the lay of the land. At least from you assume they might know. Uh, you ask the question, and uh, you feel a very simple consciousness against your brush against your mind, and just. Uh, Assumedly, it may not understand exactly what you're referencing to. Um, all you receive in response is... I can ask if there's, like, inedible white big structures under there. It's like, referring to bones, because, like, they eat organic um, food, so... You more, get, you more get an experience like that of... Good. Something sliding itself over rocks. Do I kind of understand the shape of the rocks, or if it, y you think they're re they're referencing rocks, as if what you're referring to they interpreted as rocks? Okay, so I'm gonna stand up and turn to the group and say, "Guys, I don't think there's bones under these graves." And this is a really shitty graveyard. Doesn't seem like it does its job. It's a uh, graveyard. Um. I'm going to beckon Ferris over, kind of stand where I stood, where I saw the message, and say, see those scribbles? It says, no dead lie here. Maybe the dead tell the truth. Ferris is just, like, very tired, and he's not contributing anything. Like, you're making great points, Ferris is just like, maybe the dead are telling the truth. I don't know. You know, technically, if there's no bodies here and there's just rocks, it's actually called a quarry, guys. Got a point. Could be. Um, so you're saying we can dig, but now we're integrating safe. That's why ground. we could I have, we could have dug whether it was a quarry or a cemetery, just so we're clear. Yeah, I just didn't want to start ethically. Ball deal ethically. Here, I'm kind of uh, learning ethics from you guys. So, how about you guys? You three go stand teachers. somewhere else. I will become invisible, and I will dig. So that if anybody sees something being dug up, they don't attribute it to one of us. Hey, Willow, you look like a woman right now. Maybe you should have talked to the other woman so she just wasn't... You know what? Never mind. The, the moment yeah, passed. But... No, Varys jumped on that. He did. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to shape change into uh, a tall, somewhat scarred elven man. Just somebody who looks like they have business at a graveyard, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to dig, uh, I'm going to dig under one of these graves, see if I find anything. You might, you guys might want to stand out of the way in case there's prying eyes. Um, let's go stand some, somewhere inconspicuous. Original members of the party. Paul Steele hops over a gravestone, jaunts over to the edge of the cemetery. I think Varys is just going to keep wandering other parts of the cemetery, looking if there's any names um, that here recognizes it all, but he doesn't really have a lot of energy to do anything. He's kind of just praying. I'm so happy I'm moving. 
I'm, I the ants are back. Sorry. Huh? I said, oh. I'm so happy I'm moving the answer back. But Gardor notices Varus. I notice Varus's state, and I'm just going to kind of follow him and make sure he doesn't, like, collapse in mental anguish or something. Um, <clears throat> Willow, do you have a spade? I don't have a shovel. I don't think I was going to do it with, like, a cup or something, and then you can actually was... Got a cup of dirt. Not, not, not far from you, Super there is what appears like dirt. a sort of groundskeeper shed, and kind of looking around, it wouldn't take long for you to locate a spade. Okay. That ruins that plant. I was going to get frustrated and realize I could turn it into a digging animal. Um, no, I'm going to go grab that spade. Willow doesn't know they can do that. I I have the inclination from kind of skimming through the book, but I don't really know I can yet. But you find a spade. I go back to whichever grave I was at, and I dig a bit. You get down a little bit. You hear a whisper in your ear. You know... Uh, you know, as Mipha starts... You know what? I'm I'm kind of getting impatient. And she's going to clap her hands and use your misty visions to hide you from sight with mist. Hey, thanks. As you as you begin. But um it doesn't take long uh for you to get below the surface in the rain. It's very soft earth. And you find y- the shovel vibrates as you hit something um, solid, something dense, uh, about a foot or two below the surface. When I hit it, does the reverb feel like if I would have hit a rock, just a normal rock, bedrock? Kinda. Well, not normal bedrock. It, your knowledge of the natural world, you know, it's much too shallow. But yeah, it is like a solid as of hitting a rock-like thing. Okay, I'm going to get down there and just uncover whatever I hit. Um, you start to see the corner of some large and even stained in the mud and the wa- the rain splashing down onto it. It's some sort of white stone. Um, you notice part of it looks chipped, but uh, another part of it finally worked. Oh, so marble, not bone. I'd be able to recognize bone. Um, yeah. Uh, you notice it's similar to the white stone used in many of the well, more well-made structures around the city. Alright, I'm gonna send Mifa over to beckon Balthiel over. I feel like he has like drill bits for hands. He can help me excavate some stuff. They oblige. Oh shit! It's that bird again! <laughs> Gardor, Gardor! Oh, what? Shit, you said that's, bird? It's that bird! Oh, God! Mipha. Oh, wait, that's just Mipha. Oh, right. Mipha's just patiently hovering, like... What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I'll come over. When Mipha turns around, me and Gizmo, like, fist bump, like, I got her. Uh, and then jump back on over to Willow, hop the same gravestone. I'm gonna now what? shift my misty vision to cover him as well. Some sort of a worked marble or white stone under here. Can you help me uh, dig it up without breaking it? Mm, yeah, hold on. Let me uh, let me consult the old noggin here. Um, 
Well, here's the deal. just going to walk over and cast Earth Tremor without telling him. <laughs> what the fuck, Earthquake? <laughs> Shit, Earthquake. I don't have any... Uh, uh, Willow, Willow and Balthiel are near you, so I think they'll make saves. <laughs> oh, wait, you're actually doing that? Okay. Uh, what kind of save? Oh, okay. Um... I don't have any spells that could specifically help us, but I can try to manhandle this out of here with you. I mean, you work with tools, so I'd imagine you know how to be somewhat delicate with certain things. I yeah, but that's the thing is, like. so my hand disassembles, and you just see a bunch of like little needles and stuff. These are really nice for like working fine things, like locks on okay. doors, or but hand comes back I mean, into an actual hand, and I'm like, but. When it comes to raw strength, I make a fist. Fake I was a, just thinking about fake you out with a punch. Like little archaeologists pick some tools for uncovering stuff and. Um. I, I mean I can. I don't care if my hands get dirty. I'm made of metal. <laughs> if that's what you're looking for, I don't really have a. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I just start digging. I just start digging with my robot strength. I, uh, I'm not gonna transform- I, I transform back into my car shape, which is an excavator, thank god. And I start digging up all the dirt for Noah. You think I says well, Transformers? Think I, I, I you, no, so I wanted you to do the finer work, because I'm gonna use my cantrip Mold Earth. Okay. To, like, remove the larger sections around it. I just needed help so we know exactly how big the object is, okay. where it is. We don't break it, yeah. Well, Theo tries to morph his hand into a small trowel to be able to just... Also, a little a little pick. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. Sure. Um, Willow begins to mud bend mud bit by bit this earth away, and you, you kind of stoop down and start um, using the rain to your benefit as well. Uh, you start to unearth what is apparent to you as a some sort of piece of marble esque um, architecture that has been worked with fine tools. Uh, Varus, are you nearby? Are you watching this as they unearth yeah. this? I was um, um, probably like 20, 30 feet away. Um, with your eyes, uh, you notice something very familiar to you, kind of taking shape as the debris or the uh, the uh, muck is pushed away. Varus Galindo, can you describe your house crest? Ooh. Carved into this piece of marble. Sure. Um, it is a black sun. Um, with two red swords crossed over in front of it. That, um, stained, stain applied to the deep grooves in the surface of this marble. Uh, you kind of see it, the red kind of catches your eye from a distance. Balthiel, you're washing it away as this image becomes a little more visible to you. Um, there's immediately becomes... Like borderline hysterical, like relief, um, 
that he's not totally fucking crazy. Um, because he re- like he recognizes this, he knows this. Um, and so for like the second time in what is canonically probably twenty minutes, he's having like almost a breakdown. He's just like a dry heaving with relief. Like, oh, thank fucking God! Breathe, oh, breathe. Yeah, we're living up to his word. I like crouched down right next to him. Like breathe. He's gonna shakily point at it and be like, "That, motherfuckers, is my family coat of arms." So this was your house. I knew it. I knew I lived here. I knew I was real. Is yeah. is your house buried? What are we looking at? I'm gonna ask one of my warm friends if there's like a flat foundation, like deeper under. They don't know. Um, You kind of deduce that's a lot of energy to expend in such a short life. So there's no, like, it just seems like a solid slab of marble. Like, there's no, like, edge that we can find or anything like that. It's more like a piece of a larger structure. Um, Some of it is, like, fucked up, but you can tell other parts of it are well-made. So it's definitely like a piece of a larger hole. I mean, we but could, this one happens to hold the crest. Got it. I, we could spend all day here trying to excavate this and still not get anywhere. But also, this is the closest thing we've gotten to something with Varys' family, so... Um, Varys is just going to cast Detect Magic. He wants to see if there's anything on this coat of arms. For whatever reason, it survived. Either it was buried there as a clue, or it survived whatever amazing or disaster happened with the house. Mm. And uh, you spend 10 minutes doing this? Or are you casting it ritually? Or... Yeah, I'm casting it ritually. Okay. While he's doing that, I'm just going to keep using uh, mold earth to kind of like uncover where the edges are in this thing. But I don't know how long that's going to hey, take. I mean, you you get this chunk out of the earth, but if okay. you're going to keep digging, you're going to find more pieces. Yeah, you're not like fucking with a giant slab. There's okay. just debris beneath the surface. And if I um, go straight down, there's no foundation. You're just going to find more to. You're going to find more debris if you keep digging okay. deeper. There's just tons of stone. It doesn't take long to ascertain the cemetery is just filled with shattered white stone. As Willow's like working, I kind of just like go and grab Willow by the arm, kind of like drag Willow to the side for a second and just like whisper like, hey, from the looks of things, I'm kind of guessing that Varys' old home was destroyed and the remnants buried, so maybe let's just stop digging. Do you think we should put it all back? I've, I've, that's how I'm feeling, actually, right now. I just wanted to see if there was a foundation. Uh, out of game, you did you tell us that the what what you what the gravestone said? What you saw? I told uh, Varys, oh. um, so you guys would have heard that. I didn't. I haven't said yet. So after I put it back, I was going to say. It also says, seek the Golgori. Oh, Before... I meant, I was going to say, well, I don't see any point in putting it back if there's no dead here. It's not like we're disturbing anybody's peace, but... 
but it might be Varys's piece. Fair enough. But I mean, it sounds like um, his piece is knowing that this is here, so maybe he wants to dug up. While you guys are doing this, I do want to say, Varys, you have identified a very, like, as you're looking around, sensing, picking up the magical auras of the effects of your companions and yourself, there is a very faint purple haze kind of just emanating all around this. Uh, and you recognize purple auras um, chiefly uh, denote illusion magic. Um, I'm going to go grab a Tom's because I'm unhappy. Love you. Everyone's just got Tums on hand right now. Tums is good. I have acid reflux. Oh, it helps me out sometimes. Yeah, so Varus, I think, is just alternating between like laughing hysterically and just focusing really hard. Um, because it's just like, this is such a... For months, he thought he was... They're going insane or already insane. Um, and so once he finally like, calms down and like, wipes his eyes a little bit, oh my god. Um, yeah, so not only does it appear that uh, I did live here um, and they buried the evidence, but there also is illusion magic here. So they try to cover it up another way. Hmm. Somebody is really trying to gaslight Varus. Well, if we Varys, want... do you want? Sorry, if you if if wait, Varys, what is the illusion? I don't know. I you just detected know? illusion magic. Is it all oh. around us, or yeah, all around the graveyard? Um, it's there. And you there, notice and there's there. a heavier concentration of it, especially right around you guys. You. Mostly, it's right here. Is it just Willow's spell? <laughs> the misty thing? Yeah, it's just my misty vision. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> That'd be great. Wait, so recess, I'm gonna take away my misty visions. Is it still there? Maris, she watches it dissipate slightly, and you see, like, a more standard saturation of this magic throughout this graveyard. Okay, now it's everywhere. So, there's a little bit Willow. Uh, it wasn't all Willow. That's all I needed, baby. Varys, why don't you point me in the direction of um, something you'd like to investigate? I can... I can try to dispel this illusion magic and... uncover something, maybe? How it was described to me, it's kind of everywhere. That's why I, I said, like, point to something you'd like to, like, investigate. Like, if, if, like, if it's everywhere. I would say the headstones, because yeah. there's a message on them. Um, yeah. Also, I mentioned the Golgori. Have any of you heard of it? Varys? Varys, you have. Yes, I have. They are. Insert Jed here. You know them as a very strange cult that resides in the lowest island 
of Limerick, which is largely a old ruined city of a victim of a previous war. Um, you're not very familiar with them. You know, they seem to be nature oriented um, and they're often treated as dangerous. Ooh. Yeah, but so is Varys. He's treated as dangerous and he's just a puppy dog. So, oh, Relay as that information to the rest of the party. As you're relaying that, you hear a loud metallic squeak of a creaking gate to the north. You fucking what, mate? I immediately, I immediately snapped to Balthiel, and then I realized it's not him. I just I hear that, and I just snap to attention in the direction of the sound. Just like I just go from like talking to Varys constantly. I'm saying, "Hey, I'll help you find this." To just like hand at my side mace, like holding the handle of my mace, looking at the direction of the noise. I have my staff ready. You notice in a very similar vein to how uh, Mipha and Willow weaved mist around them. You see the mist thicken um, here in the graveyard. And you see the silhouette of the gate which had opened begin to sort of fade out of view and you hear the sound of rhythmically creaking wood as a rather short figure seems to be moving eerily from out of focus to focus as they maybe get about about 30 feet away from you uh, this squat hooded figure, um, which you now see they're sitting in a, a wooden wheelchair uh, as, that sorry. moves of its own fruition. What's that, Willow? As as soon as I saw the mist gathering, I'm going to put a, back my uh, misty visions. Okay. okay. I'm curious a bit. Nobody can see shit. That's what I'm picking up. Eh. You're aware of Willow's illusion. But uh, through even through all this mist, um, Varys, as this elation at the uh, the uh, proof of your existence is still fresh in your mind. Um, with it comes a brief moment of uh, cognitive conditioning, as you see on these plain robes, a um. A house crest emblazoned in gold. Um, you can't make out the exact crest from this distance, but you instinctively begin to bow your head. But as it comes closer, the figure comes closer into view. Uh, you recognize it as wearing a badge of House Kellendale, which, mm. as recent memory serves, is. The no, the house of question. Oh, just you instinctively bow your head because this is the crest of one of the Corellan houses, the highest of the high. Like they don't come to this place, but recognizing this specific house and just the information you've gathered in your journey across Ireland, you recognize it and stop the bow. Stop the bow. 
Like, you're like, oh, it's a noble, and then you're like, wait, it's the Calendels. I had notes about the Calendels somewhere, I'm just trying to find them. They're just the big boogeyman right now. The you know bats. that they're, more or less, you know that they've, they are the ones sort of pulling strings in Ireland. They're the, they were the ones with the ties to the Aristos. Um, I thought that was they Calendril. Were, maybe. I, I thought it. Up. I thought it rhymed with your name. That's why I made it. I will change it. My notes. I'm gonna see Her- Varys's ve- uh, hesitation after stopping the bow. If he doesn't do anything there, I'm just gonna walk forward, still as a scarred, tall elf man, and get close to him and firmly say, "State your business." While he's doing that, I'd like to cast a spell. <laughs> Of detect evil and magic, <laughs> or evil and good. My bad. We we can all pick up on Varys's vibes. You march forward, Willow. Um, the void, a uh, the figure responds as you get within ten, f- um, get within ten feet of them, uh, as you sort of face them in this, um, this pathway. You give a quick prayer. Or maybe recount a verse or a limerick of some sort, Gardor. And you see this red and black aura just bubble into view within the core of this figure in the wheelchair. Um, this is a fiend. Um, but a fa- but a voice Hello. which Stop. a voice which makes the hair or Simply a sensation run through the back of all of your minds. That seems familiar. No, Ninja, it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> My business is with the Gallandel boy. None of you. Upon hearing that, and also Gardor's warning, I'm going to... Um... Uh, I'm going to do Fey Presence and just turn into this monstrous Fey for a second. Pure intimidation. You're not going to come hold my hand? What's your save? My save uh, is... This is Charisma, so 17. Should have held my hand. Um, You extend this and just you let it let out that and all the illusion around you quickly just turns into this just almost silhouette of just a screeching beast that just spreads out towering over you and as you do you feel the charming effects of this feature pass just through just pass through this figure this being as if it wasn't even there. I'm just going to take a step back, but still resolutely stare it down. Not say a thing. Both here from the back. Uh, what's what is uh, going on, guys? He wants Varys. Uh, did he? Did we ask him why yet? Is it a he? A familiar, no. a familiar croaking female voice has been responding. 
Oh. His vibes are off. Alright, so she. See, this is where it would be important to tell your robot friend what's going on. I'm at the back of the group. Her vibes are off. Her, are her moves weak? Her moves are weak. She continues. Varys. My master would very much enjoy your assistance in locating that father of yours. We know you are here to assist him. Oh, apparently your intelligence is incorrect. I have no intention of ever assisting my father. Yes, that sucks. And all like all trace of emotion that Varys has shown over the past hour or so is totally vanished. He's just and why would we help a fiend such as yourself? There is nothing you can do to halt the Uniter's advance. So, you may as well help speed it up. Now, with this, and this hooded figure holds out, and you watch as this this stooped figure, hooded figure in this wheelchair hold out a silver amulet um, on a fine chain but in these just disgustingly long jointed finger fingers and it almost seems as if their arm is just extending well past what seems reasonable for this figure like on a multiple like they got an extra set of joints in their arm as they they're holding it out in the space between you with this you may find yourself in master calendell's study to report what you have found it contains the magical formula to access that area of the nexus this void it's really just you guys are taking in the information but you're just uncomfortable at the sound of this voice it's as if something out of some long forgotten nightmare you're unsure unaware that you each feel it it just actually everyone give me a wisdom save I was about to ask if it's similar to the energy we felt with the crack of lightning or whatever. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. I will say no. I'll just say you're aware. It's not like that. It's a three for me, boss. Okay. Six for the big man. One, Um... If you didn't roll higher than... No, I won't say that, because that's not actually what the DC is. Um, Balthiel and Varys, you are frightened. And you're... It's just... It can't, you can't get over this. It almost seems like, nah, nah, nah. That can't be... You can't place it, but it seems... Well outside of what you consider reasonable. Um, who the identity of who this could be as if you're not sure if you believe yourself or not 
Wait, but so who do, who, who do I believe it is? Oh yeah, I'm stalwart. Can you hit do a history check as your? I believe you would have disadvantage, but let me check that. God, I miss having a DM screen already. Fuck. Uh, just roll. Let's roll some dice. We'll wing Let's it. roll some dice. We'll wing. We'll hey, Bobby. Okay. I roll. Oh. Yeah. Not gonna play. Life rolls. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. History you said is my with the disadvantages of fourteen. Though as a warforge, you share this similar sensation of hair or just this feeling of unease, but you feel it like physically staticking down your limbs. And you recognize the last time you heard this voice was deep within the earth below the surface of Birmingham. Oh no. As you recognize, this is one the oldest of the Weird Sisters, with whom you last saw heavily disfigured by the fierce combat you two experienced, or the um, your two groups experienced. Balthiel is overcome with what is the equivalent of his emotions, and he is angry but frightened. Because he fucking hates those witches. But she continues to hold it out. Hold the amulet out to the four of you. I'm not reaching out my hands. Say, like, drop it. She does. Slowly. Slowly, the limb just sort of clinks back. She sets her hands in her lap once more. What, Balthiel? Just disappointed my dear sisters in here to see you. You should be dead. The Uniter's loyalty has many rewards. But serving them loyally has many rewards. Rewards. My youngest siblings had yet to achieve. I hope you would answer my master's summons. I'm sure you have many questions. You see her glowing yellow eyes under the hood. Just catch the slight light here in this space. Um, uh, but they, they lock with you, Varys. What do I have to gain visiting your master? He says kind of shakily. The truth, of course. I've heard like eight truths and none of them make sense. Is yours any different? <laughs> you already know it is. Someone give me, anyone give me a perception check. I will. Receives like a mofo. What was the event called again that she, the weird sister wants us to speed up? The Uniter's advance. Um, the what advance? Actually, Uniters. actually, I know I that raises a, a point, Gordor. During this exchange, she also mentioned to answer the summons before the close of the festival, which okay. is only 
at most maybe two days away. You know you're catching the tail end of the Festival of the Four Winds. It's two whole days. But Gardor, what she said other than that was just very vague. Advancing the Uniter's plans. The Uniter's plans. Who you know the hag served previously in your interactions. Gotcha. Varys, my master, does get impatient. But I hope to see you again. But uh, as she turns, uh, did anyone do that perception check? Yeah, I got a 23. Um, you notice her one hand. Paris is frightened. All this stuff I want to do is cool and scared that I wouldn't do. Paris is going to hold on to that information until she leaves. I'm just going to turn around and look at everybody and say, we done? If everybody's kind of like, yeah. Is she still here? He wheels her way, like black smoke dissipating in the mist. Gone. I'm gonna grab a stick off the ground if there's one and just pick up the amulet. If it's on a necklace. It's on a fine chain. Okay. Yeah, we should figure out it's not gonna turn us into a frog or something before we touch that. Let's do that right now. I'll uh, sit down and ritual cast detect magic. Oh, okay, never mind. Willow's gonna do that. Well, well Willow's taking ten minutes to detect magic in the rain. Um, I'm gonna jog over to Varys. Hey, this is a trap, right? Yeah, I don't feel great about anything that just happened. Um, he was really, really upset about something and trying to act like she wasn't. I'm going to pass along the information. Um, that she had like a clenched hand and her whole one side of her wheelchair's arm was all scratched up and gouged. And it was clearly trying to repress something so that we wouldn't know. I mean, I mean we killed her. That means something brought her back to life. That means something might be controlling her. I wouldn't be too happy if I was under someone's control. In fact, I wasn't happy when I was under someone's control back in Dublin. Was she a fiend? Do you know if she was a fiend when you encountered her? Is this weird, sister? Because there was definitely the, the glow and energy of a fiend. Could be possessing... I don't know. Um... The intelligent party members know enough that uh, Prudence is a knight hag, which are hags that have progressed into fiendhood due to just how unholy they are. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not debating whether that was actually her or not. I'm wondering who's in control. Because whenever I did Fey presence, it just went through her. But you could argue that even back when we first met them, none of them were in control. Because they were kind of just serving the Uniter. So, I'm not I'm not certain. That's why I was asking if it's, this is a trap. Because whoever's actually in control now might, might want us to think that this is Uniter stuff, and it might not be Uniter stuff. Also, why was she wearing a, a calendrill crest. I mean, there's no way that's an illusion, right? 
handed us a physical object. Did we get? Yeah. Did you? You guys were closer than I was. Did you get a look, good look at her face? Did we confirm that's who this was, or is it? Is it her possessing someone of a, a noble family? I was the closest. Did I get that? Um, there was very little visual on her face. Varys caught sight of her eyes. Um physiologically just like the weird elongated joints and stuff um matches your previous encounter with her as if um it seemed you didn't get much but with what you do have it seemed like that was her true form per se she's covering herself up so much maybe she survived the encounter has a messed up body maybe Necromancy, that could be an answer. Did I get anything from uh, Detect Magic on the amulet? Um, you and Varys by now have noticed that it's no particular school, but it does sort of match the same aura f- as your Nexus Lodestones. So Conjuration-esque, but a, a, a different formula. She's Toss it over to everybody else because I'm like it's safe. Um, and then, do you guys have another ten minutes? I want to try something. She said this will take us to the right, like floating island. Well, I don't know the right one, but to a floating island that we can't access. Yeah. Clarendel Estate is that what she said? Calendrill. Calendrill. Okay, your your wait. Calendrill. Calendrill. Okay. Calendrill. Okay. I'm gonna. Calendell, whatever, I forget which. Make up your mind now. I'm going to use um, Mold Earth to construct like a little circle, kind of shrine-ish thing around me. Um, I'm going to sit down and cast Augury as a ritual. You guys want to have more of a discussion while Willow spends ten minutes doing that? Sure. Uh, Something I was thinking about is um, we really need a win here, so we should really think about whether we're walking headlong into a trap, because we did that with Aristo's ball, and I'm, I don't know if I can handle it. Did we ever consider, she said we need to respond to her master's plea by the end of the festival, what happens if we just wait? She didn't really say. There's no threat. I- I assume some weird him. evil attack's gonna. I don't know. We're gonna get the moon doesn't seem to be in danger of falling, so this isn't. We're not dealing with some Majora's Mask bullshit here. I think we have we have three options. We do what she wants. We go see the calendars and probably walk into a trap. Option B, um, go see the Golgori. Maybe walk into a trap. Option C, uh, we do the ceremony, the muning, or whatever it was called, and I try and contribute knowledge to the elven race and see what happens. Those are the only three options that I see we have. Well, the Uniter seems to want your father. They want us to seek out your father. 
Do we just bypass them and go find the Golgori and try to find your father first without eating them? Or do they want us to do that and that's the trap? I don't know. My vote would be the communing and go find the Golgori. Be my vote, but I open to other things. I mean, we just have these kind of vague clues in finding the Golgori, right? Oh wait, that was the island. Yeah, to your knowledge, uh, Varys, Kellendrells, Kellendells shouldn't be on the same island as the Golgori, right? No, the Kellendells are on a much higher, more noble island. Um, they're a well-off family. The Golgori are kind of like an outcast, dangerous cult that's on this kind of ruined island. We're down. Well, can we? Remember. Can we, so access? we already have access? Yeah, yeah, that was my next question, Gardor. Is, do we have access to that? We should have. I think we have access to everything but the four level islands, if I'm correct. All, hey, worst no, case we scenario. Have we have all islands but the ruined island and the crest. Worst case scenario, we just, we just jump. We free falled before and made it out alive. We failed. Free. Flashbacks oh, yeah. to almost drowning. But I'm actually with you on this one. The Kellendells seem sketch. No part of them seems good. You should hear them out. So from my augury, I'm just going to hear like a Windows 95 error sound because uh, Willow doesn't completely understand the spell yet. Boom. And I was planning to use it for something a little out of its purview. So literally, um, you just hear boom. Yeah. So I was gonna say, and I was like, still getting the hang of this. Join them. What do we decide? Um, did you want to ask your question before you gave it up? Yeah. Hit me. I was just gonna say, will uh, visiting the Kellen? Can we visit the Kellendales uh, to help learn something about Ferris without furthering? the uh, Uniter's plan. Try to find the good and the bad. No, you, that's not how, how it works. Yeah, I, I, I just read over it. Yeah, so you can phrase it as if our goal is X, should we do Y? Yeah. yeah. So if we so, want... You could say something like, if we safely want to recover Varys' dad, should we work with the Kalendells? But it also has to be something that we plan to do within 30 minutes. Yeah. That's why That's why I got the error bar. Yeah, I mean... Uh, we, we could decide. And we, we, we don't know where we're going right this moment. We could just go right there, right? We're I'm deciding right I now. Assume if it's some, I assume it's something that you decide you want to do, but you find out it's going to turn out bad, you're allowed to, to do something else. You don't have to keep, oh, we got to do it anyway. Yeah, but I don't know how it works with tentative plans. I thought we were just going to... I mean, Willow was under the impression we were going to do that at the end of two days, if at all. Okay. Not within 30 minutes. Like, right. the, hey. My idea for the next 30 minutes was finding the Golgori. Willow's choice. Sophie. Um, 
choose now. Yeah, so Sadie Hawkins. I'm just Sadie Hawkins. I'm just gonna lay in my in my khaki pants. I'm gonna lay in my votes of visiting the Golgori because the way that Ferris described them sounded fucking cool. They sound like Emerald Enclave bitches, except the cult. Okay. Seek the Golgori. Seek the Golgori. Seek the Golgori. Do what the Ferris told us to do. Alright. Back to the Nexus station, then. I'm curious as to what all this illusion magic is covering up. Bears. If it's even... No. The illusion magic is the... Those of you that have seen it, it seems almost like static energy. Like, just a residual aura that doesn't seem engaged at the moment. What would you guys like to do? Back to the Nexus. Back to the Nexus. Yeah. Back to the Nexus. Alright, where are you jetting off to? Uh, the, the lowest island to go see the Golgori, if possible. So, um, you appear in a, another Nexus station, and instantly, Varys, you recognize that you are in one of the Dales of the Dawnfather. Um, one of the sort of more, air quotes, rural civilization or societies on these islands. It's much more like small town, lots of farm stretches of stuff everywhere. Your nexus station is like co. It's like homey. It's not very sophisticated, but it's quaint. You see like one old elf woman crocheting a scarf. She waves at your party as you take in the sight of the station. So we didn't get to the ruined place. Hey, uh. Oh, actually, Willow, you look pretty spoopy right now. Um, Gardor, you're a, you're a big man on campus. You got a lot of clout. Why don't you uh, talk to the knitting lady and see if you can get us to the ruined place? Get us to the one place that we don't... Well, one of two places we don't have access to? Well, we technically have access to their place now because of that necklace that we have. I guess that's... We don't want to go there fair. yet. We don't want to get got. We want to go get... We go get with the Gogori. Not the smoothest talker, but I can try. I mean, I can turn into something cuter. In front of the lady knitting. She might be cool. I can go lower behind behind a window. We're gonna go out of eye, out of field of vision, and turn into more pleasant-looking elf lady. Still the same room. Step back and say. So, so tell me about these ruins. Are you asking the the old woman attending the station? Yes. Um, she just assumes you must be a tourist out of town for the festival. Uh, she's very sweet. Um, she talks about how it used to be a sort of like um, an island similar to the Sisters of Fate, like a trading hub. It was just very accessible, especially in those days as they didn't have airships yet. Um, but it was destroyed in a war 
Uh, she states that travel there is not Nexus travel is not possible as there are no functioning Nexuses on the island. Is there any non-Nexus travel possible to there? If we wanted to go, you know, hunting through old spooky things, have a good time. Um, she seems suspicious, but sees Gardor's appearance in... Um, she seems suspicious as you start to dig deeper, um, and she asks what your business would be. Oh, we just don't like being told things are off limits. You know how it is. We're tourists. Are you going to press her for more information? I'm going to press her one more time. Okay, um, then Very yeah, do a, do a deception. Very charmingly, yeah. Yeah, do a deception to just, like, charmingly try to circumvent her suspicions. Deception. That's what I'm good at, baby. Natural 20 plus 929. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, she <laughs> she pegs you as thrill seekers. I know. I know. She pegs you as some sort of thrill seeker and um, actually states that her grandchildren um, in town have a service and like she's like it's really cute they're kids but uh, they could get you down there I, I know they, they sneak people down there from time to time that's really sweet uh, what are their names um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie Luke and Leia yep. you betcha Luke and Leia <laughs> My grandchildren, Luke and Leia, can, uh, in their gondola, get you down there. Uh, for a fee, of course. You've been very helpful, and I'm gonna slide her one gold. Um, she thanks you. Well, how'd it go? Wait, are we on the right island for her grandchildren's service? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna lead the way. Before we do anything cool, I have to take a bio break. I'm down for that. This episode is brought to you by Tums. That'll make your dick fly off. <laughs> Damn, you guys did not piss off Prudence. I tried. I wanted to, but for the. I was trying to. I was trying to... If Ballfield hadn't been frightened, he would have started blasting once he realized it was Prudence. Yeah, I realized, like, the people that failed, I was just like, damn it, they would probably fucking go off. But that's how it goes sometimes. Out of context styles is amazing. Yeah, my de my my players were about to jump this old woman in a park, in a cemetery. <laughs> One of them's a cop. <laughs> You depart the Nexus station and enter just a sort of like very quaint town center, um, like local local schoolhouse, library, town hall, like one cafe. But you're able to follow her directions if unless um, if you intended to make a beeline to the service, uh, you could follow her directions. That's where I'm leading. 
Yeah, but I'm I feel also... like this place doesn't have anything else to really... I'm doing it slowly so people can see or explore other options. Again, unless there's a bear, then I want to talk to bears. Um, there are no bears in this town. Damn it! Well, well there is, like, at least two chubby dwarves. <laughs> wow. A single otter. Um, oh. yeah, you, you weave your way. Um, you leave the town center. You actually have to go a, a little bit of a ways. Like, it's, it's easily 90 minutes pass, two hours. But uh, you find sort of a cluster of homesteads with farms. And uh, you can see um, that you are near the edge of this uh, Dale of Dawn Father. Floating island, and uh, as you approach the homestead, you can just see uh, a young elven boy. Sort of. And they're just leaning and eating an apple under a tree. Um, they inquire at your approach. They actually seem a little defensive, especially uh, you see their eyes train on to uh, the legion colors that you wear. Therador. Is there a gondola nearby? No. It's more like you're just on a country lane. Like, you're at the end of the lane, but not on the property. Casually stroll up and play. Luke, Leia? Luke, I... Are you? Just travelers. We had a nice talk with your grandma. Um, you say you can uh, ferry folks to some ruins. Um, his eyes sort of perk up just a little bit. Still, still a little suspicious, but uh, he says, "Yeah, I can. Uh, we could use my uh, balloon gondola. I can take you guys down there for about ten gold." Um, I will. I will say if it gets dangerous, uh, you may have to find your own way back. That's fair. That's what it's, I was it's kind of like a teenager, young teenager. Do you know of any easy way back? Um, there are. There is a nexus platform uh, on the mountaintop. There's but they're all deactivated. Um, on the ruins, yes, but on the surface, no. The ruins is an island. He's talking about the literal surface of Ireland, far below these islands. Uh, There's an exoscation. So we can parachute down, or Ballfield could fix one of the broken exoscations, if I heard other things correctly. I think what you better say is I can try. I'm try. going like shit. Or just... Jump down and I use Featherfall. That's what I've been saying all along. <laughs> Let's end this campaign. We, we avoid working with these... Young industrious capitalists. That's what Ball I've been Thiel. saying all along. What? Pay the kids. Ballfield opens up his smaller coin purse now. And he fishes out ten pieces of gold. And he deposits them into Luke's hand. So don't mind the Legionnaire, that's just a little bit of stolen valor. He's not really a cop. He, look, okay, he, he looks a lot like a cop. 
He is. He's a cop. Yeah, like I'm pretty convinced he is a cop. I'm just cosplaying. He's cop playing. You're y'all kind of as a cop. <laughs> um, Luke kind of just takes you through the property. You go to a small shed not too far from the edge. Uh, you can see the the grass, the grass and dirt and trees that sort of characterize their property. Um, as you get closer to the edge of the island itself, it kind of becomes bare and stony as you get near the edge. But um, he opens up the shed and um, a younger, a young elven girl that looks almost identical, you conclude that they were probably twins. They pull out a gondola. They um, set up it's more or less a hot air balloon, just a modified hot air balloon with some sails, and it seems like it's stitched from lot from linens just procured over their lives. And I thought you said linen. Communist warlock has opinions, <laughs> um, but it seems stable enough. They sort of roll it. It has wheels on the bottom. They roll it to the edge. I uh, just say that everyone could hop in, and it'll be a short trip. Oh, make room for big boy! Let's oh. get it. I sit on Willow's lap. I accept it. Power bottom. But- Nothing so, wrong with that. You roll off the edge and there is like a brief like your guts just dropping out from under you. But um the sails catch the wind and you begin a slow um descent uh to the island below you. You can feel, especially once you're free of the island, you can feel the winds of the uh the rift hugging it haphazardly at the small vessel that you're in, but Luke definitely is able to maneuver it. Um, you kind of see a bit of fear in his eyes for a split second, and you feel it teeter, but he he keeps a hold of it. Um, he pilots his vessel down towards the edge of what you can make out as. A long destroyed small city. Um, while the Sisters of Fate are more characterized by just being like a sprawling marketplace. This is similar more to the Dales, but it makes sense to you, Varus, just knowing the history of your home. That uh this is This island was more like communities of large trading hubs that were kind of blooming into larger cities at the time. Um, But as you kind of descend and you can see the small urban sprawl just decimated by impacts and bits of debris that you can recognize as um, ancient airships that have fallen. Uh, However, you do see Amidst this destruction, nature has definitely had the time to reclaim the space. Um, you see sprawling seas of 
tree or uh, green foliage um, littering many of uh, these destroyed structures. You see the white, similar white stone stained by wind and time, but vines and vines and such clinging to many of the surfaces. As you descend, you can see numerous birds take flight, um, juxtaposed with the green kind of sea below you. But uh, you land roughly um, on the outskirts of one of these um, assume it's assumed settlements and he stay Luke states that he'll he'll stick around for um, a few hours but once nightfall if you're not back he'll depart which is probably about four to six hours away okay can I uh Whistle, call one of the birds over. Um, you can make a persuasion. Good enough. Persuade. Keep hitting all my good abilities. That's a 14. Well, being able to actually speak a language changes things. But yeah, you're able to coo over one of these, like, uh, barn doves nearby. I'm just... What? Is there uh, a group of people living in the ruins over there? Yeah. Can you tell us where? Everywhere. They're real, they're real quiet, though. Um, do they... Maybe seed... I, I have breadcrumbs, and I just pull out a piece of, like, hard tack. Oh, fucking bread. <laughs> Starts picking violently at it. I was gonna say, where do they like to hide? As, like, there's a trickle of blood going down my hand as he's, uh, pecking. Um, they don't know. They just know, like, they appear and disappear in the city. Alright. Thank you. I'm just going to let him finish up his meal. It's like, um, if I give more to you, are you going to share with your friends or no? What's sharing? Fair enough. I'm just going to let him fly away. <laughs> well, uh, they're, they're everywhere in the city. We just have to go and let them come to us. You know there are humanoids, at least. Yeah, I know there's, you know there's humanoids. Um, I say we just walk in and let them come to us. We've had worse plans. I'm looking around at the uh, like the foliage and everything. Hey, hey Willow, how how long do you think it took for like all of this foliage to to regrow over this? Uh, just looking at the types of trees, um, the legs of like vines, kudzu, grass growing in areas. You don't um, see any trees older than 200. Or actually older than 300. Um, because this would have been destroyed before you were born, Varys. My question is, uh, was, are, are those trees growing in areas where humans wouldn't have planted them when this was a thriving city? Yes. If okay. I think I understand your question. Yeah. So I can say that they started 
growing after it was destroyed. So I say three hundred years. This is this has been destroyed a long time. I'm just gonna walk around. I'm gonna have Mifa load up, kind of look as a be a scout. Or if she sees any movements. Thirteen. Good to know. Does anyone have higher than thirteen? It's a perception. I just normally ask Chris because he's a wisdom caster. That's a good place to start. It's fourteen. Can't be right. Could be. You might have. I, mean, I don't have right. proficiency in perception, so. Well, I said passive perception. Yeah, but if it was passive perception, my proficiency would add I'd, to it. I have proficiency in perception, so mine's 14. Does, is that how that works? So it says I thought it was just it a... says on my chart. Yeah, because it's just 10 plus your perception modifier. Yep. Yeah. Alright, so 14's the highest. There's a time and place for passive perception and perception. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to know. Four reasons. So you guys delve into the city. This uh, destroyed settlement. Do I need to do anything with my passive perception? Or? No, I just wanted to know it. I could look and not alert you to this, but I I want to get the content. Um, do you delve into for the gram? Delve into the city. Look for like a yeah city square or something. Okay, who wants to lead a sort Are you looking for a square of some sort? Yep. Alright, who wants to lead a survival? I can do survival. As you begin this leg of your journey. Uh, 22. Christ. Um, despite how destroyed... Also... This is a not as exciting skill challenge as previous ones, Yay. but uh, uh, you get a success as uh, you begin to sort of identify what's remaining of the infrastructure of the city. Um, it's sprawling. It takes some time, but you start to identify sort of main um, thoroughfares. Um, you think you're probably heading towards what you would assume is the heart. As you're making your way downtown, you find thoroughfares, but it is very, um, I think this is a reference that makes sense. It's very dying light. It, you're you're kind of navigating, and you find areas where the street is just completely blocked by debris and the remains of airships here or there. Um, maybe you have to scale the side of an airship, um... You try to navigate your way through the inner layouts of buildings, just kind of making your way, pushing your way through foliage. You four clamber up vines up the side of a building, catching your breath at the top. Um, maybe an hour or two has passed. You see the sun sort of... You have that moment of of a sunny down, downpour as the sun catches the light. Um, maybe from this angle or this viewpoint, you notice movement several hundred yards away, but also far below you. 
like a figure just ducking out of sight, but poorly. So, um, chiefly Varus notices that. Oh. We are not alone. Good. They could probably see us. Um, it's gonna cast plant growth, make a nice little some chairs for all of us, make a nice little grove, and then I'm just gonna use um, uh, Misty Visions to just make auroras around us, just moving, kind of inviting people. Almost like a beacon, yeah. In a way, um, just saying we know that other people are here. We want to be found. Can you just give me a spell attack? Yep. Roll. Misty Vision. So spell attack roll plus one. It's a twenty-six. I'll give it a success. Um, you, you're really sticking out here in the city. But time passes if you guys hang out. No one approaches. Well, this is my plan. Keep waiting. Come to us eventually. Come out. I'm gonna misty. I'm gonna miss the visions. The um, the aurora to form an arrow pointing right at us. Yeah, you do so. You know they're here. Hey, guard door. What's up? You wanna play cards? I mean, are we really just gonna wait here? <laughs> Do you have a better idea? I mean, I guess not, but... If we're waiting a while, can we get our short rest in? Yeah. You kind of settled. The ride was our short rest. Yeah, I gave everybody, like, a... Whatever ride. A bench with... Yeah, yeah, you you could have all had a short rest by now, just in... Well, no, the balloon ride was less than an hour. I and said it was one to two hours. Did I? Well, that was he. Us traveling was one to two hours. Yeah. Once we got here. Oh yeah, gotcha. yeah. It took an hour or two to get to the homestead. That's what okay. it was. But yeah, no. Now is when you would probably have the time to get a short rest. But you kind of settle into this, kind of like that kid just waiting for a parent to show up. Mm. Like every noise, you kind of twitch a little bit. It's not, well, just constantly being on edge is a little unnerving, but you do get your rest. You are jumpy, but just like the noises of the, it's almost like a jungle noise-ish kind of situation. You just hear different creatures. You guys have your conversations, but at times just get, let yourself lull into silence and you hear everything, but you're not bothered. I'm going to ritual cast animal messenger. I believe this is within the purview of what it can do, but I'm just going to say find any humanoid say um, Golgori, we're waiting to meet you. Is it you actually say? Okay. Does anyone want to do anything before Noah gets a third skill? Fucking contest. Alright. This is my domain, baby. Alright, uh, yeah, uh... 
That'll just be another spell attack. That's uh, plus two this time. Plus two? That's uh, 25. Yeah, that's three successes. Um, that's high. What, what, did you, what animal did you grab or create? If there was a squirrel scampering by. Yeah, you're able to grab one. You whisper, you pick it up. You guy, <laughs> it's whisper. funny. Oh no, you're old. you. You look like a Disney princess now. <laughs> I thought I thought you were still like the scarred, scary yeah. elf. I was like, that'd be kind of funny just to watch this like menacing like pick up. But you see Willow in their current female form pick up and whisper into a squirrel's ear. Um. It does not return for some time. Does anyone else do anything? Eris is going to cast as a ritual protection from good and evil. Okay. How long does that last? Uh, it takes 10 minutes to prepare, and then it lasts for 10 minutes. Okay. As you're sort of wrapping that up, you four begin to hear footsteps. Uh, footsteps sort of above you, sort of from the, uh, the combination of a tree that has grown out of another structure nearby. Um, you see a red-haired humanoid dressed in rags, and, um, they crouch, and you can see your animal messenger on their shoulder, sort of nibbling at a seed. They shout out in common, if you seek us, follow the signs. And they disappear in a puff of leaves that just get caught in the wind and blow away. I'm going to stand up. Um, are the leaves blowing in any particular direction? No, they're just gone. They're just okay. ripped by the wind. I'm going to... Start looking around. Uh, do I see anything in Druidic? Anything? Nothing here in Druidic. Okay. Start uh, wandering. Mipha has a light if it's getting later in the, the day. Signs. I mean, okay. Yeah, now it's getting it's getting much darker now. You guys leave this rooftop. Yep. Right. Uh, you we, can. Oh. Yep. Are we taking signs cryptically or literally? That's what we're trying to find out. I'm gonna say literally, and I'm looking for like, not like big, just like any sort of marking. And I'm gonna use my wanderer skills to see if any um, natural elements look out of place, any trees growing weird, any grasses that don't belong in this climate zone. It really doesn't take you long for Gardor, you find street signs very <laughs> compelling during this um, this exploration but especially under their direction um, the party is perceptive enough to identify various different combinations of druidic just um odd little natural formations slightly out of place throughout the city. It's very, which really makes sense with what the bird told you. Mm -hmm. Like, they're everywhere. Like, ants. 
and it's evident that despite a small child just completely fucking falling out of a tree in the distance, <laughs> landing well and just scampering out of sight, you it, you can assume that they're hiding from you. Fucking bitch rolled a one. Nice. But there's druidic <laughs> everywhere. Is any of it telling, or is it just, like, graffiti? Largely graffiti. Um, you actually gather, like, histories, like, vague histories and philosophies, but uh, after just kind of taking it all this, you do find something, some cryptic combination of druidic that doesn't make sense to you at first glance. I'm gonna stop and examine it. And you you see these uh, strange carvings just in a stone wall. I'm gonna mm -hmm. take out a notebook and write them down. And then has there has the density of druidic uh, carvings where we are changed? Like, are we moving into an area where we see more of it? Um, there's no rhyme or reason. Good. Fair enough. Okay. This back is just to, the first thing that you're like, huh, I don't really know what this this is, but... Back to the cryptic one. I'm just going to look at it from different angles for a while, and then if that doesn't do anything, just sit down and leaf through my book. My tome. Referencing your text, you are able... You're able to gather what you assume is... The first of a four-part sequence. Oh. Alright, so I have that copied down. I don't even know if I like have a notebook, but if Ballfield does, I'm assuming. Uh, I am a notebook, but yes, I have a journal. Alright, so I have him write it down there, and then let's explore, try to find other things that aren't graffiti and aren't cryptic. No rhyme or reason to where we're looking. So this might take a while. It, uh, who wants to lead this search? That isn't fucking Willow. I I can. Um, cause I'm okay. Taking notes. I can speak druidic. Uh, yeah, but you're you have the guidance of Willow. What am I rolling but, for? Uh, do you want to hit me with an investigation? Oh, big. Small. Um, that's gonna be a fifteen total. That's just enough. Uh, you identify another odd. Just to you, it just you don't you don't understand druidic, but uh, just as Willis pointing it out, almost in like student like excitement as they're going about this, just sort of enjoying the process. Uh, you identify another cluster that doesn't make perfect sense to you. Hey, Willow, here's some more of those. Uh characters that you've been really excited about over here. I don't know if you've seen these ones. I uh, consult my tome, see if they are in fact weird, and I didn't have you roll. Them. I didn't have you roll anything, did I, the last time? No. Yeah, you consult tome. Uh, you get the second of the four-part sequence. Hey, both of you are really good at finding these. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, well, I mean, I didn't I get it until you showed me what they are. But now that I know what I'm looking for, 
I'm pretty good at recognizing patterns. If you want to lead the investigation, uh, you're welcome to. It is a higher DC. Just because uh, yeah. that first one was a bit... You're like, huh, that, that, that was actually harder than I thought. Um, It's going to be an 18 total. Oh, yeah, you're... That's, that's what I jumped it up to, actually. Once again, just enough. Um, You find the third third of the four clusters it is well into the evening like uh late evening now the city you all have your various light sources those of you that need it um as you're clomping around the city seems very sinister at night but uh you're able to get the uh next part of this sequence and do the three in combination make any sort of sense or it's a sequence oh okay it isn't like three quarters of a map where you can kind of suss out Um, and that's what you gather thus far but uh as you start to get that final one Gardor You feel a familiar presence brush your consciousness as the sounds of merriment reach your ears. Hello, Gardor. It's your favorite ringmaster. How are you? I called in a favor with Granny and her bridge buddies, and you might have felt it earlier. Cheers. Uh, I was wondering when you would come back. (sighs) And that was all of you? That was all you were doing? There's a bit of a response. No. Grandmother has the bulk of the power, but she is quite busy these days. But I was able to get a favor. I... In making progress with the tablet, I may have some more work for you for, as I use my NPC god powers and exceed the word limit. Um, I may have work for you whenever you're available. I believe this tablet is attuned to a rather... Very dangerous artifact, I believe Balthiel was looking for. But I must go. There's another show. Hugs and kisses. And then gone. Uh, Jinx's voice and consciousness leaves your mind. Uh, but, uh, Willow, you do get the final. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you Willow. Um, hey. just, to, just to be clear, I've been transcribing this, so just to check, make sure I got everything right. We've seen yeah. a go around all the places, cities, towns, and villages, but never come inside. That's three, so we didn't find the fourth one yet? There's a fourth one. I thought you said four-part sequence. You determined that it, there are four sequences, Willow. You are in charge. Okay. Uh, there's there's a fourth one we gotta look at. Right. Look for. Okay. You you want my I help? You, you want my help with that? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. 
Yes, please. Dungeon Dad, can I roll a investigation? Uh, yeah, it's harder, but you do have, uh, you do have Willow and help this time, assumedly. Is the answer Moon? Does that mean? Does that mean advantage? Yes. Shit. Alright, um, so I'm going to use a flash of genius to increase this. Um, okay. So that's going to be 7 plus 9 which is 16 plus 5 is 21 total. You just hit each one. <laughs> you just hit each one and they kept climbing because you were the only one. Yeah. But yeah. You're able to find the fourth sequence, and it is a simple question. What am what I? Am I? Oh. We didn't really need that one, but... um. As you're transcribing to me, Willow, oh, I get it, it's a riddle. Yeah, I uh, transcribe it to him, and go around all the places, cities, towns, and villages, but never come inside. Wind? Is it... But why would they say cities, towns, and villages? It has to be something oh, particular yeah, to human Um, It's not a plague. Is it the tax man? <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm going to pee while you guys think of possibles. Well, they, okay, so they only never the come inside if my mom is home. Because if my mom is home, then she hides from them, and then I have to tell them to go away. <laughs> So, <laughs> the answer is it, is it vampires? Because they're not allowed inside. It might be vampires. Um, I mean, no, I so guess that's logical, but it's just how does that answer... lead us to what we need to kill? All the places. Yeah, the answer... a vampire living in the town. The answer is going to lead us to. Jed, is it vampires? Place... Roll initiative. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Can we do it? Damn it, Paul Thiel. The answer is going to be a place inside the city, so it might be a person or an occupation that has a specific place inside a city, like a city hall or a certain type of store. So, the answer's got to indicate that in a way. Why can't it be, like, weather? But then how do you go to weather? You don't... You know, it's, it's going around all the places. It's going... It's he going thinks everywhere. the riddle is going to take us to a location, so how will we visit a location that is weird? Oh, you think the answer to the riddle tells us, is telling us where to go? Yeah. What if we're supposed to like, that... follow like, the direction of the wind or something? I mean, think about it. The, the rift of air is the one we're at right now. That's true. Jed, is there uh, a general direction of wind in the city? No, because it is one of the islands around the uh, the soul wind. So it's yeah. just normally. All right. Well, there goes so my not... really dumb thought. Okay. So, uh, what if instead of being like I go around, what if it's literally like I go around these villages? What's like a wall? Or like a, a wall, moat? Or a road, or a moat, like something like that. But then the, the, the I, I never go inside doesn't... Oh, no, wait, that does make sense, sort of. The walls wouldn't go inside the city. The walls will ooze green slime. Um, True. But is there a wall around early, this city? Early in your, your surmising, 
uh, Varus. Street signs. Early in your surmising, you did hear like a snap just in like the darkness around you of the, as if someone stepped on a twig. But almost in response, it just there's just quick shuffling. And Varus is gonna re-say the three things he said. He's like wall, road, mo. See if there's any reaction when he Not, says anything. There is no re- there's no reaction at that point. Well, uh I guess as we've been walking around, does it seem like there's like even if it's crumbled, is there a wall surrounding the city that we're in? Uh, no. You did no, no sort of like the, this. Right? So when it says come inside, do we think it's come inside the city towns and villages or come inside individual houses? I originally thought it was individual houses. Yeah. But now that Varys said the thing about the wall around the the city, that made me think about it from a different angle. All Maybe the places. They're like a wall or a road. Go around all the places. Not every city's going to have a wall. Right. A moat. But every city's going to have like a road or a path or a street that like goes to it. Yeah. I'm thinking. But we're kind of like on a road, and there's probably multiple roads around here. You're, I mean, be- you're more traversing uh, large trees and rooftops right now to suss out where these markings are. They were almost in like places of visual significance. Like each each one, you feel like you got to like a high point, almost like uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, viewpoints in a way so seeing it from there was there a ring road around the city no nothing like that it doesn't have a 695 um it could be something totally else that was just my thing (laughs) it doesn't have a dc beltway (laughs) (laughs) the people who pull out is that the answer but never come inside. Me in high school because I never had sex. Same. Uh, um, sounds good for me. Um, good for you. <laughs> oh, what? 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 The tax man. Now my brain's being. Had my big brain blast with walls or roads. That was all of my mental energy. I thought that was good. I thought you were on something there. I liked that. Yeah. Is it moon? Is it a street? <laughs> Just other words for road. Is it an avenue? Is it, is it a boulevard? Is it... I will just say, I think, yeah, no, it's probably warmer than shouting guesses into the streets. I don't know. Okay. Um, Do I, Varys looks around for a road. Does he see a road? <laughs> there's no beltway. I mean, well below you. I, you guys were kind of traversing roads. Um, like, they exist. Some of them are destroyed. Some of them are functional. You were making your way through the city uh, before so, you stumbled on these cryptic messages. Working backwards, I want to say, like, a government building or a church or something that's, like, specifically significant. I'm trying to think of something that would fit. But never come inside? Yeah, that's the one I'm getting hung up on. 
If only sometimes my patron might not answer. Not patron, but uh, my deity. This is not too hard. Mm. He's had a rough there, day. I guess oh, he is, is pulled out a flask and is drinking. Does uh, Ballfield's looking around? Does there appear to be like when we're looking off the edge of these like rooftops and stuff? Does there appear to be like one singular road that goes through the town? Or is it like, um, I mean, from your vantage points, yeah, no, you're from your vantage point, you can identify, especially with Willow's, um, whatever that fucking feet, wanderer feet, you can identify main thoroughfares. Like, you don't see like a main boulevard, but you can tell places like they definitely use this to travel. You can find the main streets from your different vantage points. Um, it is. It is dark out as well, though, so. Is it easier than you can get out to be? You don't have to ask. Is it easier than we're making it out to be? Um, you don't have to answer. Hold on. I, let me, let me I have a, a 10% more. chance for my, uh, for Raja to, to answer my call <laughs> for a riddle. Do you not have any other divinations prepared today? I mean, I could do it as a ritual. No, but do you want to... It's up to you, whatever you would want to do, Gardor. I was just curious. I'd like him to do it. Uh, no, I don't have divination prepared, even. How would you like to, uh... Beseech? Who do you beseech, first off? Me. <sighs> Yeah, this is our god now. You, you. I mean, it's always been Raja. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah. How do you? But also speech? now I know, like Paylor is like who Raja answers to. It's up to you. You are the cleric. Raja kind of trapped in hell too. So for the sake uh, of anxieties, I'm gonna say Paylor for now. Yeah, considering okay. Raja might not answer me. I'm. I mean, obviously numerically. You can fail or succeed either way. It's just more your flavor how Gardor's journey is going. I mean, I got. I have to roll a 10 or less on a D100. <laughs> so, Paylor, and what do you beseech or what do you ask? Hey, can you help me on my math homework? <laughs> if a train leaving Dublin is traveling. Is um, it- <laughs> what's. I'm leading my divine intervention. Oh my god, is it train? Contrary to the music, the um, as you sit contemplating, the uh, the rain does begin to slow a bit, and pale moonlight begins to spill through gaps in the clouds out over the city below you guys. Maybe I just ask Paylor if he can guide me to the to the location instead of just telling us the answer. But I guess we don't really know what the location is. See, if it's not nature, then I think... Getting answers from deities is always a fickle fickle matter. I think Varys was on something with, like, transportation, but... I don't know. I still want to say train. Is there a train station? I've already been on trains. It's not going to be trains again. God. The answer may be natural. Also, trains did not exist at the time the settlement was destroyed. Hmm. 
road works for both interpretations of never come inside because it doesn't come inside the houses, nor does it come inside cities if you're talking about certain types of roads. The problem is there's a lot of roads. What if we just walk around on roads for a while? Well, that's why I was trying to figure out if there was like a central road into a certain location. But it does not appear that way. What if there's stuff under the roads? There might be a uh, sewer. Back to the sewers. Make what if it's sewer? Making four rat friends. The sewers don't go all the places. In cities, towns, and yeah, that's fair. Um, all roads lead to Rome. During this conversation, Althiel, oh, you recognize the sensation of a consciousness brushing your own. Oh no, uh, Willow, you feel this as uh, Sydney's voice enters your head. Hey, we 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 made it to to is it Newbridge or Newcastle? I don't know my fucking world. It's Newcastle. We hey we we, we made it to Newcastle. Are, are you guys here? Um, I'm gonna relay that to both the and say we tell her. Uh, we couldn't get passage to tell her. We couldn't get passage to Newcastle. We're in Limerick. We're gonna double back as soon as possible. So we couldn't get passage in Limerick. Investigating something, doubling back soon. Just chill. You know, no response. Yeah, just vibes. Just vibes. No puzzles, just vibes. Okay. It doesn't say to ask a question. It just says to determine a course of action. Describe the assistance you seek. So I'm just gonna um get on my knees and like. Put my hands together, <clears throat> my eyes. Shut the fuck up, John. And um, clerics are doing cleric things. You're gonna say. keep it in the group chat. <laughs> Religion's happening. Keep it in the group chat. Paylor, if you could guide me once more with your ever gracing light, I seek with my party assistance in solving this riddle. Can you guide me in any way? What'd you roll? I <laughs> I rolled two. You rolled a two. I rolled two. I think Clouds. double zero is. Yeah, that's yeah. that's less than ten. So yes. yeah, you succeed. <laughs> oh. So. No fucking way. You see the clouds. Um, as you open your eyes, um. You feel a warm wind like that through a familiar um, if it's field wind, of rain. Fucking God. <laughs> um, the clouds in the sky, though, the there is, especially here in this ruined island, the ever-present pressure of the, the ripping soul wind. Like, you feel a warm wind blow against you and the clouds that have been shifting constantly you open your eyes and you see the city sprawling out below you splashes of silvery white light spilling onto different areas and the shifting light and the clouds in the sky assumedly come to a halt as you see like one silvery god ray for all intents and purposes uh, spilling into a succinct district of the city. 
it, but it just stays there despite the clouds moving a little bit you're able to kind of memorize where this one ray um you get a positive feeling though from this you see the location and then the clouds return to normal and the light continues to splash all over the city and once we go down to the street level i could easily find that using wonder you you do not understand this is happening god is happening you just see Gardor praying and staring at the city. I, I clutch my holy symbol and and smile, and I I stand up and I point to the direction in the city. I'm like, I think Paylor wants us to go uh, further into the city this way, and I point towards where I saw that ray of light. Okay, do we go back to the street level, or do we Aladdin roof hop this shit? I've been enjoying Aladdining. Okay, with that, if we can keep I mean, doing I'd it. I prefer to walk the streets. And uh, not, and not carefully. <laughs> well, you're the one guiding us, so. Let's go find the moon. Guard door! You don't have to walk the streets tonight! You do walk the streets tonight. And um, another several hours. Um, I wonder what time it is now. 915. You, you guys had an actual night's rest. Um, you're probably getting close to your This isn't this isn't like overdoing it by any means. It's exerting, but um you're not exhausted, but you know, you're probably getting close to that double that double shift. But uh you make it you make your way and arrive at your location and the city street opens up into a large plaza and in this plaza a massive or not massive but just relatively speaking an airship has crashed and has pierced the plaza shooting into the infrastructure below the city and from this grievous wound a massive um silvery birch tree is blooming and well not even blooming but flourishing after uh, the past couple centuries sort of creating this canopy over this space that um this airship still is present but silvery light spills down reflecting off the bark and the roots um Despite the rain slowing, water runs and trickles down amongst the roots, spilling and dripping into what you assume are some sort of sewers or catacombs below the streets of the city. The answer was sewers. The answer was streets. God damn it. But the trick was... What do you mean, the streets? Where I come from? It was air, it was airships. No. Yeah, that's what I, I was like. What the fuck? The streets. <laughs> it's airships. All right. Um, streets. We going Where's... on another sewer adventure, everyone? Yeah. Dad's gonna slaughter some more rats. You just find fucking 
three balls down there. <laughs> Wait, we didn't slaughter the rats. That's a Jed's no, slaughter more rats, yeah. Do oh. you begin to descend? Or I go and Yeah, let's go get inside this tree, bro. Bud. Lift whatever grade I see up. Bruh. Well, uh, it's more climbing down amongst the roots of this massive tree and that's the what sewers. I thought, yeah. Because the whole plaza is just collapsed down into the sewers below from the weight of this airship. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, but it's dark down there. Althiel, I told you it was airships. Um, I let Mifa go and light the way. I thought it was wind. Sure. That's what a familiar can do. Gardor throws light on Mifa. Fuck it. I don't know. I was going to throw light on something, so I guess I throw it on Mifa. She, uh, volu she volunteers seeing you ready to cast it. <laughs> I thought um, she had like a dim blue glow around her. She her do, but remember, you just have a bird now. <laughs> That's right. She she just bird. She's just a bird that looks <laughs> like Amifa. Um, but yeah, you you begin to light your way. But actually, as you start to descend, uh, you hear a voice. Um, like you cl you've climbed down into this, and you begin to light your way, like you spark Amifa, and you hear a voice, a female voice above you, and um. You see the red-headed figure um, you now recognize as a, a female elf or half-elf of some sort. Um, her red hair just spilling down on both sides of her face. And in the light, especially of Mipha, you can see that her face is decorated with very primal uh, black tattoos. And she says, You followed the signs. Yep. Does, has the Enclave finally answered? I don't speak directly for the Enclave, but I answered. And she kind of looks at you. <laughs> she says, what? She starts sneezing, but once she does, and wife says, she says, allergies, sorry. Do you ever guys ever wonder if, like, bumblebees just have really bad allergies? She gasped the party. They're always bumping into shit. Like, can they see? All the fucking time. But oh, God. Uh, if you if you followed the signs, uh, you and it would probably be wise to bring you to Jacorin. Does anybody recognize that name? No. In game? No. Out <laughs> of game? That's a guy I have beers with on Tuesday. Two saviors. Jackie Oren. But, uh... <clears throat> she... Kind of, like, leaps lightly down... Into the pit. And she says... You may call me Jelly. I will take you to our leader. Smile and say, much appreciated. Um, you descend into the sewer, it's massively, there's so much destruction throughout this city that you are, you, you quickly, your suspicion quickly turns to gratitude towards Jelly, because navigating these sewers would have been hell. They, she seems to just know all these little sneaks, 
sneaky passages getting around the crumbled the infrastructure that is crumbled. Um, you do find numerous open areas, though, of uh, small um, settlements, almost um, small familial um, gatherings of artificial and naturally forming caves and caverns. And you see other predominantly elvish. You see a spattering of some gnomes. You make your way to a large opening. You notice it's almost as you you descend deeper and deeper into the city. The presence of fungus and um, mosses, lichens, fungus, uh, mycelium, and all the just elements of classical decay are flourishing here below the surface. Uh, you see many of these uh, assumedly other Golgori also dressed in rags. Some stare at you inquisitively, but see you with jelly. Uh, they give you your space. You see many of the children harvesting lots of uh, lots of these different forms of vegetation and such in baskets. But you're eventually brought to a large clearing, and uh, there's a large, uh, almost longhouse-like structure. Well, there is a longhouse structure, but she kind of takes you around it to a much smaller hut here, just sort of in the... Uh, she takes you to this small shack, almost. Almost sweat lodge-looking structure here beneath... Uh, I will say it's lit mostly by uh, it being this whole fucking settlement nonsense. Uh, luminescent light, lichens and such. Or harvested like fireflies and things. Um, but she says, uh, Jacorin awaits you uh, in there. Do we need to approach with any formalities? For your safety, I encourage civility. Of course. But... Uh, we have no such customs. She's indicating us into a house? Like a sweat lodge. Okay. Against the side of this cavern. I oblige. Uh, everyone follow? Yeah, I gotta follow. Give Willis some muscle. This is a very... I mean, it's not a large space by any means at all, but uh, the center of it, a uh, it's a little hot. It does have coals in the center. Um, various. Um, the tallest of you catch your heads in like cobwebs and such as you enter and you start to like duck down um, and you look around and your eyes adjust. Um, it seems like it's empty. Just full of like spider webs and lichens and such. Just gonna. Stand in place and call out to Korn. We have been summoned to meet you. Yes. I am here. Uh, almost from nowhere, and you look around, and against the far side, the far side of the sweat lodge is what you assume is the cavern wall, and and you see two eyes blink against it and you begin to see the just 
either by nat by camouflage or something. It just appears like this ancient elves face is just against this um against this cave wall. And with cracks of stone, it just sort sort of very uh dead man's chest or Davy Jones or shit. This like elven figure just like starts leaning and pulling itself away from the cliff, just with the sound of splintering like shell and such. And you see a tangled beard of moss, bright eyes. Uh, you can see visible brain matter in the back of this elf's head from where, assumedly, he just rested against this cliff. And this elderly elf takes a seat and holds out their hands uh, to make yourself as comfortable as you can in this really uncomfortable space. Um, I ask him if he minds if I make us some seats. No, make yourself as comfortable as you wish. I cast plant growth and make us all. I have never once used that spell for what it's intended for. <laughs> um, how do you? Yeah, I guess you have the the spell slots to do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what I was asking. I say we were in a graveyard today, searching for answers, and we were told in Druidic to seek out your order. I assume you come from the Enclave. We were directed to leave that message for the Enclave. I have done business with the Enclave. I am not of the Enclave. Hmm. This takes a massive inhale. You carry the scent of the the divine natural world on you, but also something else, something. And he stares at you. What is your magic? Uh, and he looks at you for a moment and his eyes go opaque as if cataract with cataracts and they blink back to normal. Tell me more, Shifter child. Upon him recognizing I'm a Shifter, I'm going to go back to my changeling. Natural. And I'm going to say, well, there's always been this. I'm going to do a little bit of druid craft. Um... Just kind of make some sparks. Like, I guess that's always been there deep down, but I have struck a deal with something I don't fully understand. That gives me more. It does not give you more. It steals the power inside you. 
just going to let that sit for a second. Good, because why do I let that sit for a second? I have to tell you, Willow, you keep calling it a graveyard, but graveyards are attached to churches, and there was no church around. It's a cemetery, but you guys keep going. You're doing great. Balthoda slowly leans back in his seat. Was there any reason that your message was on the ruins of the Gallandell house? I'm still thinking about what I want to say. We were asked to leave the message for the Enclave by the Fallen Prophet. Garrick? Master Gallandell, yes. Do you... Might you know where he is? Say fallen, but... Why is it... You seek him? Because I'm just gonna turn and kind of face towards Varys. And Varys Gallandell. Demon of Dublin, son of Garrick Gallandell, the prophet of the fury of Thera's Dune. I believe if anyone has the right to know, it's me. He stares at you, and it's with a mixture of curiosity and just egregious pity, as if seeing a small bird with a broken wing. And he closes his eyes and gives a rather loud shout. Jelly. She enters. In the morning, escort these four to the seat of Sayanine. And she looks at you four suspiciously, but bows her head to uh, Jacorin. You will find the Fury there. Shifter. You and your companions are bringing balance. And I feel it in the roots that reach far beyond this place. Continue your mission and your own journey. He reaches out across like the embers and just places a hand very paternally on your head. And you guys just see, like, a crown of, uh, a crown of nightshade flowers just form around their head. But with that, Jacorin just pulls their hand back, and he sort of just stands up and leans back against the cave wall. And slowly just starts to sort of fade out of sight again, as before. I'm just going to stand up and say, thank you, Jacorin. We do as we are able. Exit. No response. Go back out to Red Hair Lady Say, what's, uh, what's the bunk situation here? We have an... There are some small fires, and she says you may make yourself comfortable wherever you may find. Um, 
There is plenty of space to go around. We can have the childrens bring you food. The childrens, the children. <laughs> childrens. That would be wonderful. But I must, still I must make preparations, but I can meet you by the fireside shortly. Still back in my changeling form, but assuming that she hasn't reacted. But... This is a very magical world, Willow. No, I know. I just also know that changelings are rare, so... Sitting, waiting for any evidence about my family. Fuck your family. I feel like all the time, Willow's like, look at these cool things I'm doing, and we're always just like, yeah, so cool. What do you mean all the time? Fuck you! <laughs> Noah right. and Willow just together, and it's like, I have gone to such a support role, and no one is acknowledging it. <laughs> Done so much shit now. Um, well, I was like, "Did you hear yeah. my power sapping my own life force?" And we're like, <laughs> "Great!" Five. <laughs> <laughs> you have plenty of life force. Well, yeah. So anyway, they, they they mentioned your father again, Varys. <laughs> oh yes. Mm. Yeah, Varys said that we should go cleanse these rifts. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, we make camp, have some food. Do they have any grog? Um, it is made from mushrooms. Everything is mostly mushroom dense. Uh, no meat. Good. Well, that's why they cook rats that they find. Oh, not the rats. Um, I'm rapidly approaching, having to go to bed. Yep. Coming to a close, okay. Oh, you betcha. Oh, you bitch. Oh, yeah. Does anyone do anything before you retire? The metal man feels very out of place in this, under this tree. So, did they say Sianine? Port of Sianine? The seat of Sianine. Sianine. And Varys, you recognize this as the peak of Mount Moonweaver. Um, just so you guys know, that is the peak of Mount Moonweaver. Hey, weren't we just there? Yep. I'm gonna go all the way back up now. Should... Yes. Is that a uh, Noah, spell your deity's name. I said S E A N I N E. It's Put wrong. E nine. Oh. I'm not supposed to know Moon Lady's name yet, am I? That's why I said Noah. Okay, is that... It's S-E-H-A. Oh. I, yeah, I was reading it. It's just... S-E-H-A-N-I-N-E, I think. Oh, so I was just missing an H in there. Come on, Noah. Uh, Gardor can spell God, his deity's name. What... <laughs> God, why don't? What is my silence. one role? Why don't you know your character when I keep throwing random level ups at you? <laughs> so I can use fucking titans. But anyway, anyone do anything else? All right, moves to morning. Preparations are made. Um, okay. You. Sorry, I've been muted. <laughs> oh God, no! How much should we miss? Um, I don't know. 
but doesn't matter anymore. Did you contribute in the the Jacoran conversation? I think a little, but any questions you wanted answered? No. As Gordor, um, when, when you said that anyone does anything streets. before we before we end the night, so I wanted to talk to everyone about a message that I received. Okay. Hey guys, Jinx contacted me. Oh, <laughs> mother! Jinx, Jinx, Jinx. Yeah, he said he's almost done um, translating the tablet or transcribing the tablet. Yeah, he is. And that he has a task for us for when we have the time. Oh, yeah, he does. Can... Oh, never mind. That's he's not. He's he's dreamer, not Emerald Enclave. So my, my bad. Uh, wait. When? How do we contact him? I can always message him back. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, you can do that. I can always. I can always. Text him. I got him on speed dial. That's right. You can, can you do send, that. I forgot. Can you, can you send him an ass pic from me? Uh, if, only if it's describable in 25 words. That. One. Can, can you vividly describe it in 25 words? Describe it in one. Nice. <laughs> if I, well, next time I message him, I'll be sure to include that. <laughs> Well, his ass is nice today. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but why did we want the tablet transcribed? Uh, I don't think we necessarily know why right now. I think it was just yeah, an important dreamers, artifact. Dreamers were just like, hey, we want this, and we were like, oh, okay. Yeah, before it Dang fell it. into the wrong hands, but we don't know what it's about. Honestly, if you it's would important. share... Uh, Chris would guard or share the information if it was provided. If Chris didn't remember it, uh, I don't remember. Um, I... Jinx mentioned that it seems to be attuned to a very dangerous artifact that Balthiel right. seemed interested to That's find. That's the one thing I forgot to Cliff. write down. Or I tra- I, yeah, I say that. One of the quests. Yeah, both the other things attuned to uh, to an artifact that you may know of. Click, click, click. Start of the sea. I... Did he say what the he artifact was? Oh, what other artifacts am I interested in? None. Cataclysm. Got to be that. Yes. That, but are those artifacts? What if the shard of the sea is part of the either one? Of... Oh, I thought the shard of the sea was not. Uh, artifact. Thought it was just a thing. No, it's an artifact. Okay. I was talking to Lady Lavoss about it. Yeah. Do you miss her? Yeah. I miss Layla. You didn't even. Alright, whatever. She tried to kill us. <laughs> but she said sorry. Uh, she never said sorry. She just. I was gonna say, did she? Like, no, I'm just, like, projecting. Oh, are you just making excuses for your toxic fucking girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> Offending behavior. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Jeez. Anyone else doing anything tonight? Um, as you guys... Rest comes peacefully to all of you. Gardor, there is a moment 
where you close your eyes and you see another set of mustard or you close your eyes and almost like as the darkness falls, you see another pair of eyes staring at you, but then they likewise just close. If uh, it does not disturb you too much. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm used to it at this point. Um, morning passes today. You are able to traverse back to the seat or a uh, Mount Moon Weaver with the Golgori. Oh, we fast traveled hard. Oh yeah. I'm assumedly there's nothing else you guys want to do. Wait, how did we get up there you? though? Because I assume Luke would have just abandoned us. He did. Uh, you were abandoned by Luke, but uh, Jelly helps you navigate to very natural like vines that descend from the island to the surface, and you're able to make your way to the Nexus station on oh. the surface. Oh. Oh. And oh. you you bamf back to Mount Move Weaver. Um, several hours pass as you leave the whatchamacallit? The Nexus. industrialized not industrialized, but you know what I mean. The, the people place. You go to the nature place now. And walk for several hours. That's and begin ascending the great mount mountain of the Moon Weaver. Jelly tells you that many dangerous beasts are between us and the peak, and we should be careful as we traverse. Would anyone like to lead a survival? And John, I'm aware of the ten minute. Don't worry. You're good, man. No worries. But, uh, um, I can do survival. Okay. I no, I can. I just wanted to contribute you're our, something. You're our wayfinder my, anyway. My Why well, doesn't our elf... Okay. Uh... Oh, I'm gonna say. That's a uh, 21. They're more... You're kind of assisting. You're assisting your guide. But, um... Nah, it goes well. Does anyone... Um... You navigate sharp ridges and places of overgrowth here on the mountainsides. Uh, you do see a number of... There are a number of wyvern populating this mountain. Um, you discover a number of them. Um, and Jelly grabs all of you and she's like, do not move. And she, like, points, and you see a particularly large wyvern protected by... You're definitely looking at about a dozen resting and, like, lolloping around, nipping at each other. Um, soundlessly, Jelly kind of points to a narrow opening kind of along the ridgeway and slowly starts making her way towards it. What do you guys do? Do you guys want to try sneaking past them, or...? Yeah, uh, do we have any way of blocking ourselves from them? Can anybody, like, throw up yeah, a can... wall? I, I just want to ask a question, just to clear this up for Willow beforehand. Are Wyverns beasts? <laughs> Fuck you! 
I'm gonna use Misty Visions, throw up um, just a little bit of Mist wouldn't is it like cloudy? Quit asking questions. What does Willow do? I'm throwing up a, a minor illusion on top of us so we can sneak under them. I'm okay. just also asking what I can make the illusion look like. Is Are we like near cloud? Okay, fuck it. What, what would you like to do? I, I image some mist, some clouds above us so we can very carefully sneak by the wyverns. Okay. You begin coalescing this illusion around you, masking uh, your guys' approach. Do you all make your way towards the cave? Yes. Can everyone uh, give me stealths with advantage, please? That means I get stealth. So I already yeah. have disadvantage on stealth. Well, you betcha. I'm also, I, I think I'm wearing heavy armor, so I'm also disadvantaged. That's an 18. I got a 19. Texas sized 18. All feel is just creeping along. I'm a creep. <laughs> I'm a willow. <laughs> what the hell is my gender? I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah, I could. Uh, how's everyone doing? We got 19. I was 18. 17. You guys are doing pretty well. Like, really, really well. You can see Jelly kind of in the face, beckoning to you, staring incredulously. You're about 10, 15 feet away from this cave entrance, and you hear a... <laughs> As Varys, you look down and realize oh, that you stepped onto some sort of carcass, armored carcass remains, and an armored... a skull and an armored helmet just begins... <laughs> down the mountainside <laughs> echoing just throughout this throughout this uh, ravine that you found yourselves in and the wyverns turn their attention to the helmet and look up and the particularly large one sniffing around they begin rising to their feet and shaking their wings and rushing towards you for and I'll see you guys next time. Yay! We fucked up. We fucked up. <laughs>